and wrestling fans to another episode of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. This is Aaron here. I'm with two of the five-man wrecking crew with me tonight. We have Mr. D. Wayne in the house. Mr. D. Wayne, how are you this evening? I'm quite swell, you know. That's all I have to say. Okay, fair enough. And we have Mr. Two Chains in the house who just saw Spectre star, co-starring Batista. How was it? Pretty good. Uh, like, um, like I was saying earlier, uh, it's definitely a very solid, typical Bond film. Um, I, I don't think you can see this as a standalone, so I think you need to see Christina Royale and um, Skyfall in order to grasp the concept of the plot. But other than that, the action um, was solid. Batista was really good. He had more than one scene, which I kind of predicted was going to happen, but um, he um, was the main henchman, and I thought he was a solid job. I look, to see him, I look forward to seeing him on the big screen in other roles, but definitely a, a, a must-see. He was, without a doubt, my favorite part of Guardians, and it wasn't even close. I can't wait oh, for yeah. him. For, what's the yeah. next Guardians? I know Disney just put out their, like, four-year plan. Isn't it, like, 2017? 2017. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, we ha- we usually try to podcast on, like, Tuesdays, like, after Raw's done, kind of leading into the, you know, the rest of the wrestling week. And, you know, for whatever reason, we just didn't find the time to get together. And I was a little concerned that we weren't going to have much to talk about because, you know... WWE's kind of doing their thing right now, kind of building to the next pay-per-view several weeks down the line yet. You know, TNA's TNA, ROH is ROH, Lucha's kind of still on hiatus. And then I was at work today, and it was, gosh, I don't know, about 1.30-ish, and I just happened to look at my phone real quick, and I saw a text, you know, back and forth from all you guys, and I said, oh, what, what done happened now? And I want to read it from the website so I get it all the, technolo- the technical language correct we um we found out in a match uh, on the ireland tour seth rollins the current wwe world heavyweight champion was injured in a match with kane from what i understand and he has a torn acl mcl and medial meniscus and will be out of action for six to nine months this was first reported by espn which is really weird to hear that espn is breaking news we're going to need to have a new whoever Adam Schefter of wrestling is, we're gonna have to have that guy be on the TV now, I to, guess. Which is to, really weird to me. To be uh, to be technical, it was it was Coachman too that that um, it was coach. It. Yeah, it was a coach. Yeah, so I haven't actually um, seen one of those WWE spots yet, where it's on like Tuesday evenings, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've seen one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm still kind of like bitter about how that goes now, but yeah, I, I've seen it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I want to be excited for it because I, I, I like the fact that um, it's, it's going to give a bigger spotlight being on the, a network like that. The time and the time slot obviously is crappy, but you know, sooner or later, better things going to happen. Yeah, it's a start. I know they're definitely going to be there when we're all in Dallas for WrestleMania. Speaking of which, we're going to get our tickets tomorrow. We did. Uh... Before we get into the Seth Rollins thing, I should let fans know we were going to jump on one of the many pre-sales this week, but they had a four-ticket limit, and we um, we have an eight-person group, and that's the max you can get on the general on-sale day, which is tomorrow as we record this. So we're looking to get our tickets tomorrow, and we will uh, get much more excited about WrestleMania, but it is tough today because, you know, I'm not going to lie, I grew up probably 45 minutes to half an hour from where Seth Rollins calls home in the Quad City area between Illinois and Iowa in uh, western Illinois. And 
I was looking forward to seeing, you know, I love CM Punk. I was a CM Punk guy. He's an Illinois guy, Chicago guy, but Seth Rollins is more of uh, my neck of the woods. And you had to think, and we'll get into the fantasy booking. I know, D-Wayne, you really wanted to touch on how this impacts WrestleMania. It, it really sucks that a guy from my neck of the woods who was definitely slotted to be in the, one of the top three matches at Mania, the biggest Mania of all time potentially, is now seemingly, unless he makes a miraculous John Cena type of recovery, is just out for a big WrestleMania match after he was the champion all year. It just really is unfortunate. I feel bad for him. Um, what the news came out of today, though, was is that Survivor Series, which was to feature Roman Reigns as the number one contender to that title, instead we're going to get a tournament to determine the new World Heavyweight Champion, and that's kind of a throwback to one of my favorite Survivor Series pay-per-views, the 98 Deadly Game Tournament, which saw The Rock end up joining the corporation and turn on uh, Mick Foley in the main event. So, D-Wayne, you, you were one of the big sparks to kind of get us recording today on this. So I'm going to throw it to you first. Um, where do you think we head from Survivor Series standpoint and moving forward into WrestleMania season? I'm going to give the floor to you first, man. It's, it's very tough because I was looking forward to what, what's going to happen with Seth Rollins. Um, it's kind of up in the air because, you know, the WA still has a trick up their sleeve, uh, an ace in their pocket, which I call the money in the bank case, still out there. And um, it's funny that this happened because actually, now that you think about it, it's probably the perfect time for the money in the bank case to come out very soon. Um, I thought about that today, too, and it... I have some projections on how we might get there, but I'll go go ahead and continue. But as far as the road to WrestleMania, it, it takes a big hit. One because it does it does make you now not think about the trip the shield triple threat match that everybody wants. Yeah. Two, it also takes out a match between Seth Rollins and Triple H. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like, where do you go? What do you do? And now who's going to have the title? And when they have the title all the way to WrestleMania. So it's, it's a whole bunch of just, just, it's a whole bunch of stuff that's just really unsolved right now. I mean, you know, John Cena is out on the break, you know, Brock Lesnar's out on the break. So what does WWE do? Do they call them back? Isn't it weird that Cena's out at this particular moment? He just, I, it's, it's so ironic. But I don't think he can because isn't he off filming a TV show or something? He's out filming a TV show, but I mean, you know, Survivor Series is a, you know, it's, it's one of the supposedly big four pay reviews. So, I mean, I don't, I just don't, right now, as of this moment, since the injury, I just don't see him not being in. Survivor Series because I think the WWE actually needs it right now. Well, I definitely don't. I don't disagree with you there. But if he if he had prior commitments and he wasn't due back till December, I guess I'm not sure. And I don't know if you can put him in the World Heavyweight Title picture when he has unfinished business with Del Rio. Seemingly, that's going to be his comeback match because yeah. TLC is taking place in Boston, and I think that was what they had earmarked for him to come back. Yeah. Um, I love 
two chains. So guess, oh, go ahead, man. So, go ahead. Sorry. So I guess in that case, do you add extra days to Brock Lesnar's contract and pay him a little bit more? Well, that's certainly an option because I'll tell you my first reaction to it, and then two chains. I want to get your reaction to it too. But this is what I thought of. I already compared it, as many did online, to the last time we had a big tournament for the title at Survivor Series, which was in 1998, the Deadly Game Tournament. It was a vacated title. I believe it was a 16-man tournament, if memory serves. And then The Rock ended up winning it and turning heel with the corporation. You know, the authority just lost their their linchpin in Seth Rollins, their, their, their champion, You've got to think that they're going to have a heel come out of this with the title and be the new face of the authority. You certainly don't think they're going to put it on range because it, it would almost feel like they're shoving him down our throats too soon within too obvious of a way, much like Royal Rumble last year. We know how that worked out. And if I look at the landscape and think, well, who's going to be this heel champion? You either have to turn somebody or... I guess I'm just, there's not a lot of really good heels on the roster. <laughs> Seth Rollins was the best one. Brock Lesnar's not even really a traditional heel if you look at it. Not when people chant Suplex City during his matches. <laughs> guys, guys, how quickly forget? How, how, how quickly do we forget? There's, there's one person that absolutely is the time to pull the trigger. This is Operation Superheel Mode. I think I know where you're going with this, but let me hear it. There's no reason why Kevin Owens is not the man for the job right here. Mm. Storyline potential is unlimited. I mean, look, you even you, you can even force. I agree, it's too why, soon. It, it's too soon because Seth Rollins was there. Now he's not. Why not? You know who it's not too soon for? They were good. I think they were going to go here anyways. We all said it. Why not have it work out where good buddy Dean Ambrose and good buddy Roman Reigns make it to the finals and the authority screws over Roman Reigns and makes Dean Ambrose the champion? You know what? I actually, uh, I'm actually intrigued by that. That would be, it would be super interesting. I just, you know what bummed me out about doing this podcast today was that this injury news and the complete and utter change to the main event at the pay-per-view is far more intriguing and interesting than anything they had storyline-wise coming out of Raw this week. Not even close. <laughs> and that's and I, I know that there was more of a slow build for some of this. I think the Roman Reigns-Seth Rollins feud could have turned out pretty cool. But come on, man. This is going to be a way better show, I think. With the obviously, I'd rather now, see Seth Rollins because that's my boy. But I'm just saying. Now I have I have a thought. Let's let's get some redemption here, and I feel that this person has looked strong the last few weeks. It's been on a quite a show. Um, why not make Survivor Series the Bray Wyatt show? I thought about that too. I mean, you've, you've, he's one feud, but has nothing, uh, creative has nothing for him. Why not finally see what he's like as a champion? I mean, the, the only thing against that is that if 
they put Taker over on him like I think they're going to and that whatever that tag match amounts to. I don't know how well that speaks of Taker if Bray comes out and also competes in a tournament. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I guess the the big thing that you have to worry about is it's not so much who they could put the belt on. It's how much of the storyline can they build from this person. And does the person who gets it, is it safe for that person to lose the belt without ultimately hurting them? I think you could, I think you could agree with, I agree with you and I think you could accomplish that with Dean Ambrose. I think so too. I think Dean is a good pick. I, I'm, I'm really feeling Kevin Owens. It would be cool because he would, his character would line up so well with what the authority's about. But he's already got the IC strap, you know. So, so. Yeah, I know. Did it? You know, I, I just, I think the logical choice right here. You got two logical choices right here. I mean, you. The two logical choices are you can even have pull out your ace and have Sheamus somehow. Or actually walk out there as champion. Or, or go ahead, go ahead. As, I want to add on to that. Or as Aaron said earlier, why not have Ambrose win it? And eventually when he comes back, you know, if Ambrose wins, I think you bring Seth Rollins back as a face. Yeah. The, the, the biggest thing that you have to consider is to, along with that person losing it, it has to make sense for Sheamus to beat them. And I think I like to treat the money in the banks like when you play blackjack, you always got to consider that face down card is a 10. So it's almost like, you know what that person is going to have. In other words, what I'm saying is you almost got to consider that there's a 90 percent chance that Seamus, Seamus money in the bank is going to be a victory. So you have to say, like, well, if Dean Ambrose has it, Seamus beats him. Does that make sense? I guess we like we we kind of like the shame. I mean, we kind of like the Dean Ambrose Roman Reigns view going on. Yep. That makes sense. It makes then, so much sense. But Sheamus throwing in the mix is like, uh. But with Sheamus and Kevin Owens being on teams, but not really on teams, but kind of feuding every time they do one of those three man tags, it kind of works, you know. And either one of them, I mean, it's arguably anybody could beat them for for the belt, and it doesn't hurt them. But I don't know. It's this was. Sheamus having the money in the belt is just driving me nuts. It's such an inconvenience. And, like, they aren't even really treating him like a contender. He's in a tag team with Wade Barrett that just jobbed to the Lucha Dragons on Raw. Man, did they. That was actually a good match. It was a good match. It was good on all four of those guys. That was a. It was really cool to see the, the High Flyers versus the Big Power guys. That was a cool match. Yeah, I was um I was talking to my buddy before uh, we watched uh, Spectre, and we were saying the same thing. We was just like, Sheamus having a belt, like I mean having a, the briefcase. Then, then we be thinking like, hold on, does he? Because I keep forgetting that if he has or not. Like he needs to be in contention for the belt every single week. You need he needs to you know foreshadow he's going to cash in or you know somehow some type of screenplay he's having it. But it's just maybe. like. It's completely irrelevant sometimes. Maybe this is the opportunity. Maybe. I mean, I just think about when, like, Edge, the first Money in the Bank guy, and he, after he won that, he was involved with, like, really meaningful stuff most of the time. Whereas, like, Sheamus hasn't done squat since he won it. It's just really strange to me because I, I guess 
There were so many better choices to put that on than him. I remember watching that on the network, and I was just so befuddled. And I'm pretty sure we podcasted about it after the fact, too. I don't know, you guys. So I guess if we're looking at our contenders for this tournament, we think Dean Ambrose is up there. But, you know, I think back again, I'm going to keep going back to that 98 blueprint at Survivor Series, the Deadly Game Tournament. It's funny if you go back and watch that, and that was one of the first pay-per-views I watched when I got the network because I hadn't seen it forever, and I was I looked back on it fondly. But you watch the whole tournament. It's a 16-man tournament. They play it out the whole night, and the last match is Mankind versus The Rock, and the corporation interferes, and it pretty much makes the entire night null and void because they just, like, pick their guy anyways, and it was like the tournament didn't matter, and it made the heel turn so effective. Which is why I think this is a great opportunity to make a heel. It's not like you have many of those. This would be a good chance to do it. The thing is, people really, really like Dean. So, like, I just hope that they can continue that momentum if they turn heel that night. <laughs> Even though they don't really do much now, with Dean, he gets an awesome pop every time, man. Hey, now, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if they made Roman turn? I, I would I, be an even bigger fan of that, to be honest I, with you. I, I am such a fan of that, but the kids will suffer, and the toys, everything just suffers with it. All of it. Well, and they seem, I'm such a fan with it. Even after the Rumble last year, they seem pretty dead set on Roman being the next big baby face. Like, yeah. the, and the other thing is, he needs to go heel because he needs to be rebranded. The shield, everything yes. needs to be scrapped by now. I don't know. I don't, I don't like that he still comes out of the crowd. Me neither. It needs to, it needs to go. Uh, I think I I just think he looks more of a heel. He has more of a heel look to me. Yeah. yeah, he comes he comes out and he high fives everybody and the girls love him. Blah uh-huh. blah blah. And that and that's why he will never go. <laughs> yeah. Here's a funny that I just read online. <laughs> now with his 16th reign, Vacant now has surpassed John Cena with the most all time. World Heavyweight Championship. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's that awesome. Is so, that is so true. Oh, my gosh. You know. So, um, so, so, anyway, how many people are we looking at for this tournament? 16. I will, well, I guess I would like for it to be 16. You could have a lot of nice little short matches. But they'll, you know what they'll probably do? Is start it out on Raw and have it be 8. Yeah. Okay. So I would love if it was 16, though. So, out of 8, who are we, who are we looking at? Kevin Owens, for sure. Yeah. Um, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns. I mean, Roman Reigns has uh, like an automatic ADR. ticket. ADR. Uh, um, Cesaro. Yep. Um, I'm actually about to go look at the power rankings. Do quick. you put Sheamus in it and have him kind of be like, well, even if I lose, I still can win? No. You don't put him in there? No. So then who who else, man? Um, Can't I do Orton. Orton's out for a long time. We haven't even talked about that yeah. yet. How about Kane? Yeah. God, no, because Kane's going to be on uh, Taker's team in the Wyatt match. Yeah, that's, but you already know how I feel about that. I said, why not make it a Bray Wyatt night? Hold on. Is that, well. hold on. Is that really happening? SummerSlam? I mean, Survivor Series? That's the rumors that it's Brothers of Destruction and maybe, maybe, I heard maybe Sting, maybe not as part of that team. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they put Bray Wyatt in a match. I think Taker's a big enough spot for him. I really don't think they're going to mess with that. As okay, much. So we, 
So what would we say? So Ronan Reigns. That's one. Kevin Kevin Owens. Two. Dean Ambrose. Uh, three. Uh, Bray, Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting about Number the match. Right. Cesaro, yeah, four. Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, five. Um, Alberto Del Rio. Six. Um, do, does Brock make an appearance? That's how I was hoping. I don't, I don't think he does. Does I, uh, somebody from the New Day? Oh, gosh, that'd be amazing. To defend something. Because they were, they were buddies with Rollins. It'd be kind of cool to yeah. see them defend his honor. You know what? They probably will put stupid Ryback in it, but, like, you know he's going to be, like, a first-round jobber. <laughs> stupid Ryback. I don't like Ryback. I can't. I fast-forward through Ryback matches and through Sheamus matches now, except for that tag <laughs> match this week. Uh, did we get King, Barrett, Cesaro, Tyler Breeze? Or, Sno- you know, that's the thing is, like, do you put Ziggler in it since he's kind of got the Tyler Breeze thing? Because you do have to have other matches on this show. So basically, you build matches and you just make them become ranked matches. But at the end of the day, like yeah, I these guess are fillers. you be cool if Tyler Breeze is in it. It'd be a nice spot for him on his first, you know, yeah. non NXT pay per view. Yep. I love Tyler Breeze. He's so awesome. So I think it's safe to say that we know that there's only a handful of people we actually can only consider doing. A- I, uh, about this. I think you gotta yeah, say, say Roman and Dean are clearly the favorites. And then I think maybe yeah. Kevin Owens and Sheamus are dark you horses. And like I was saying, they're gonna not put the title on Roman, so you can put that out. Yeah, you no, I completely agree with you. <laughs> they're gonna stay the course in terms of keeping him babyface. You can't have him win it right now. You can't do it. And, and why is that? Because, no, because he has to win, he has to win on a bigger stage. No, yes. he just no, he oh, just God. needs to he needs to yes. chase the title, and he can't get it in the first month of the chase. Yeah, he's got to chase so, the so title. So in other words, he was going to lose to Seth Rollins. We all we all agree on that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, without a doubt. I don't think I. If Seth Rollins would have made it out of Survivor Series, and I can't remember who said this on the last episode, but he was going to probably take that title into Mania if he didn't lose yeah, I said it here. That. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was you. I I still agree with that. Yes, I I and I think that was the I wasn't worried about him actually losing. I was worried more or less of the of the cash in. God, that. So I'm, if he makes it, if he makes out of if he would have made out of the Survivor Series time out, time without out. a cash in, then this cash in makes me so mad right now. I know I'm it so does. irritated <laughs> about it. I really and maybe that's the point, but I'm so irritated. It doesn't hey, like, what I mean, what did they do? Did, you know what? I have a feeling this is gonna happen. They're gonna wait to WrestleMania. Sheamus is gonna cash in at WrestleMania. He's gonna lose. Dude, <laughs> that would wouldn't that be something after that whole 16, 17 second thing? Or no, it was eighteen seconds at WrestleMania twenty eight. Yeah, that would be something. Hey, hey, y'all! Does Daniel Bryan make a return? That would be sweet. No. I don't think he does either, though. Sweet. That would be sweet, though. And he doesn't make a return to lose. Well, you know what, though, man? Because then, of how many weeks they have you... left, I think that they're going to have the whole bracket announced unless they do, like, a storyline injury before the pay-per-view. But, but then again, Daniel Bryan doesn't make sense because he will have to wrestle more than one match. Yeah, I don't. Uh, well, it de- it depends on how they do it, but he still will have to wrestle more than one match, and I don't think they want that to happen. So do you... I'm feeling Alberto Del Rio. 
uh, being able to uh, be in the tournament. I don't think he's going to win. I'm, I'm sticking with Kevin Owens, 100%. I'm sticking with I'm going with Dean. I am too. It just makes more storyline sense to yeah. go with Dean. Either way, Dean and or it, Kevin Owens with the belt is going to be so awesome. And it'll, it'll gonna, validate Dean too because he's come up short so much and we don't feel he's gotten that spotlight yet. This is such a perfect yeah. opportunity. It's... You know, when guys go down, it's it's a blessing in disguise for others, as sad as that is, especially with who I feel was the best day-to-day worker at WWE and Seth Rollins. It really sucks, man, but... I think, think Cesaro is still the best day-to-day. Well, I, I guess I more me I guess in terms of a guy who has the spotlight, you know, Rollins is doing a really good job, or was doing a really good job in the main event, you know... If you disliked it, it's yeah. probably because he was doing a good job being a heel. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's true. The only yeah. thing I would ever uh. critique him about is his promos. He comes out and he pretty much gives us a synopsis of why we should hate him. He does, it's just like <laughs> he's just very he, – he, he's kind of like – the his promos are like cliff notes in a way if you haven't caught Raw in a while. <laughs> I don't know, but I still love Seth Rollins. Hey. I just, uh, I hate Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over it. All right, all right. So, all right, let's be realistic now. Let's let's take this angle about this. That the, all three of us does Seamus if Seamus does cash in win and does he lo- win or lose and like what's the whole scenario? I, I need I need some vision on this right now. You know what? Can I be honest with you? Right now is actually the best time for him to do it. So right now, SummerSlam. I mean, uh, I keep saying SummerSlam. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. It's the best time for him to do it. I don't see any other time where he he can do it. Like right now, it's a good time for him to cash in. There. He could be his transitional champion. That's all it is right now. I mean, so, you're not wrong there. But you know, you know what though, man? This would be a good opportunity to have a failed cash in. So I can't think of a guy that was that was least that was less over and ready for that spot than Sheamus, with the exception of when Jack Swagger did it. <laughs> that was pretty bad after so, WrestleMania 26. So you got him coming out, cashing in against who, and does he win or lose? I think you have. It just depends on who wins the tournament if it's appropriate. You know or not. what? I won't be surprised. If this this is how it finishes, so you have Dean and Roman in the ring, and they both out. All of a sudden, you hear Seamus music. Uh, he says, "Here, here's the suitcase." He broke kicks one of them, and it's over. Dude, I'll be. You think uh, I'll be so bummed out if that happened. What if he's not in the tournament and he cashes in to become part of it? Well, that's that would be kind of an interesting angle, kind of what I was saying earlier. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Think, it's so annoying. It is. Watch the SmackDown right now. It's it's gonna be tough to not see that guy on TV for a while, Seth Rollins. You know, the last time we had a, I know the Daniel Bryan stuff, they had to vacate the title. But I'm thinking back when I was in college, I went to Chicago for it was No Mercy 2008. You remember it was supposed to be Cena and Orton in a last man standing match for the title in the main event mm-hmm. and Cena mm-hmm. tore his pectoral tendon on Raw the week before the show. Uh, yeah, and, and then yeah. so there w- we saw um, a couple title changes that night because 
They were going to come out and just give... They gave the title to Randy. Vince gives the title to Randy. Triple H comes out and goads him into a match because he said Vince has no more grapefruits. And so Vince makes the title match. Triple H wins. Then Triple H defends it against Umaga in the middle of the show because he had a scheduled match with Umaga. And then Randy gets his rematch in an I Quit match in the main event and beats Triple H. So we saw Triple H wrestle three times that night. That was just kind of a throwback memory for me. What about Triple H gets in the tournament? Wouldn't that be oh. wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Actually it would be funny though. It would be hilarious. Oh, I would you know what? I have a as much as it's much good things as we project, I'm sure they're gonna do something we're not gonna like. This is one of the only papers you know I can't watch live. I'm gonna be in New York that weekend. You know, we really honestly never take that approach. What do you mean? Any the approach of like how about we start the book is what we know is going to happen, and we're not going to like it. I think we so much. I think we're so positive about. Oh, I wish this happens, and maybe this will happen. And we're hey, all the Hey, look. We, we kind of like all respect each other's like <laughs> predictions, but at the end of each show, we're like, did that really just happen? Yeah, I know. That's because we're stupid marks. Uh, actually, yeah, hey, can I be honest with you? I actually see Triple H with the title. <laughs> I can see it. He was like, he could be like, no one else I have on the team could do it, so I can. So <laughs> well, I can. that was kind of the the storyline for WrestleMania 30. He's like, you guys both suck. If I beat Daniel Bryan, I'm just gonna have to do it myself. Yeah. He didn't win, obviously. He had a great match with Daniel Bryan that night. That was my favorite match on that show. Worst worst part about the scenario is anytime any of these legends get to a match. I mean, what? You bring them back just to lose. And well, it's no point. They did, tri- if Triple H wins, whoever he fights, you already know he's automatically going to beat him. They it's did not just. Any defense. He'll, they, he'll lose any defense he goes against. They they did just sign Tatanka to a Legends deal, so that's on the table, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about that? I remember you. I, I remember you used to always playing with him in a uh, WWF in your house Sega Genesis game. Do you? He was the man. Do you remember when he had a, a small little run in the early two thousands and he was tagging with Matt Hardy regularly on SmackDown? Yep. How yep. weird was that? Um, it, you know, you know how creative is. <laughs> I guess. It must be the creative. It must be the creative of today. I guess. Yeah. I. I don't even know. Um, yeah, did, yeah, that is kind of weird though, thinking about it. Can we, um, I, I think we kind of hit the tail end of this tournament thing until we, until we learn more on Raw next week. Um, but can I just add, let's talk a little bit of actual wrestling, because this is more real-life conjecture at this point. Did you guys uh-huh. watch NXT this week? Mm-mm. No? Well, yeah, I watched, I was at the movies. They turned Samoa Joe heel on Finn Balor. Oh, yeah, I think somebody called that. Well, the ta- it had been taped already. They taped a couple in advance. But um, they had the title match with Apollo Crews and Balor in the main event. And it was a great match, man. They went like 20 minutes or something. And then at the end, Baron Corbin comes out, interrupts the match, and it's like a botch finish. And then Joe clears the ring and try- acts like he's going to save Finn Balor. And then he just beats the tar out of Finn Balor. And that's how they ended the show. It was cool. 
And so you kind of have like a little four-way feud going on here with uh, Corbin and Joe and Balor and uh, Apollo Crews. And I can get down with that, man. Me too. That's it. That's that's, that doesn't sound bad. You're right. You could be doing a lot worse things. And then they're kind of going with Bailey and Alexa Bliss with her two henchmen. Um, that I yeah. that's that's not it's not too bad either. I like Alexa Bliss for what it is. You've got um, the Enzo and Cass are feuding against um, the mechanics, which they just kind of busted up Cass's leg this week, and he's gonna be out of the ring for a little bit storyline wise. NXT's been fun, man. I Nia Jax didn't dress like a sultan this week. That wasn't bad either. <laughs> I didn't mind that. Um, even NXT Mar- is the best thing cooking right it's now. It's fun. Eva Marie is even sort of passable in the ring. It's just she still doesn't know what to do with her face, and she can't talk. <laughs> she doesn't know what to do with my, her face. My, my buddy yesterday said Eva Marie is the best heel of all time. He's, and I was like, well, why is that? Because he's like, because she's just, she's just Satan. Like, in real life, on TV, everything. She's just... Ill-ish all the time. It's just, I just started thinking about it. I was like, you know, as pretty as she is, I really just want to punch her in the face because she just blows my life up with everything. Like, did y'all, did y'all see the, um, what, what's that new challenge that's going on? Um, the, uh, what is it? The, the, uh, uh the pull-up challenge or something like that? It's something about um Oh no, it's isn't it like isn't it the thing where you give them 20 to rep to rep the veterans on Twitter or something? Yes. You yes, do 20 push-ups yes. or something like that? Yeah, so um Shout out to veterans um, by the way. Veterans Day is next yeah, week, man. Shout out to all the yeah, men and women that? in the service. The the give them 20 challenge. Yeah. So um so even read the, decides to do this, and while she's smiling, I'm just thinking about how much I hate her face. <laughs> and and she's, she's such a heel that she only gives 19 instead of 20. Oh. And, yes. So she can't even get this voluntary uh, video right, and it just makes me realize how much I just. Well, she can't count that high, you know? You gotta give her a break, man. She can't count that high. You're right. You're right. You know what would be even you're better? Right. I don't know how much Total Divas you watch, but her husband, Jonathan, with all the gross tattoos, mm-hmm. if he was, like, yeah, her manager, guy. gosh, they I think they'd really have something there. Yeah. What what does he do in real he, life? He's, like, a he fitness. He's, like, a fitness guy. I think he's, like, does modeling and fitness stuff. He's in the fitness business, I think. I went on his uh-huh. website once during Total Divas because I'm so – when I watch reality TV and all these people are just at their house all day or at the gym, I'm just, like – what do they do besides the show? And I was so interested in what these people do for work. Like, I watched Teen Mom 2 with my wife. And, like, all these guys, they that's what they do. It's just their job is to fight with people in their family on TV. If only we could all be, if only we could all get rich doing that. Well, yeah, that's reality TV as we know it now. I, su- I suppose. Um... Is there anything else you guys wanted to cover? I'm, it's kind of a bummer day in wrestling, to be honest with you. Yeah, nothing. I just wanted to cover that because that was big. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like I, I like the speculation that's going on. The buzz. I feel I feel uh, bad for Seth Rollins. Is uh, he's he's definitely somebody we're gonna miss off TV. I look forward to waiting to see when he comes back. Um, there's a lot of good um, sports doctors out there, so. 
We know he'll have a good recovery for sure. I feel and bad for like Orton, says, too, because his news got buried in all this. Yeah. Orton's out for the exact same amount of time, theoretically, with his shoulder, which has been problematic yeah, for many years. Uh, what does he have to get, Tommy John? Something like that. I don't know if they've decided for surgery or not. It's You know what's ironic about the whole thing is that the two guys out with extended injuries, are the two? they faced each other at WrestleMania this year. It's so weird how things work out. I don't know, man. Can I I ask you guys something real quick before we go? Um, Two Chains, I only mentioned this because you and I were buying his T-shirts during the sale last night. Yes, sir. Do you think they're going to hot shot Finn Balor to the main roster with all these people out? Because I wouldn't mind it. No. When when does he come up then? I think the plan for him is still on track. Um, You still brand him very strong with NXT. Um, he's definitely the face of NXT. Uh, his style of wrestling is NXT and um, the independent scene. And I think that um, I think we like I think like we've been booking all this year. We save him off until um, WrestleMania. Mm. Now, on the contrary, if Kevin Owens gets the belt, that'd be something, wouldn't it? Oh, I'm feeling that. You know who? Uh, you know who's a you know who's a free agent out there. By the way, I read today this could develop into something maybe a little bit down the line. Mister uh, Mister Unbreakable Michael Elgin is a free agent from Ring of Honor, fellas. Yeah, I love Michael Elgin. He's awesome. I didn't even see that. He, it just came out today that he's too. his huh. deals up with ROH. Hmm. He's doing a little work with New Japan. I think he's tagging with Tanahashi at some show soon, but. I know. Yeah. I, I read that WWE's you know somewhat interested because be, Michael Elgin's awesome. He's great. Uh, I haven't been watching Breaking Ground. I talked about it a little bit yesterday. It's something I want to take some time to watch, but uh, I'm not sure where everybody is at in their development. But do we see any of those guys anytime soon? Uh, this week they focused on. Uh, a bunch of the new rookies that came in, you saw like a, a three-day tryout camp. Patrick Clark was a part of it, and obviously he's been mm-hmm. signed since then. They focused on uh, Devin Taylor gets fired on that episode from NXT. That was a very interesting watch. Uh, who else did they talk about? Asuka's on there a little bit. I'm like blanking because I'm getting I'm on the spot right now. It was a good episode. I watched it with my wife. She was interested too. Um, Tyler Breeze was on there a little bit. Um, I'm blanking right now. I'm sorry. It was mostly that tryout camp, though. Okay. They made some guy puke. It was awesome. <laughs> well, they were trying to show people. Oh, no. You know who they focused on was ZZ. Yeah. ZZ comes in. Terrible. He oh, still can't man. do cardio. And, like, the coach was, like, telling him that he sucked, basically. And he wasn't. He was He didn't have good ring awareness. And he didn't. He just was like everyone's in there pumping iron, and ZZ's over there doing like, like inverted pull up things on a lifting bar. It's just like, stop. That dude just don't get it, man. I don't, I, now I'm just confused. Is this is, is it for show? Who knows? Good, good luck, ZZ, moving forward in and, your career. And the funny part in the episode, his parents are the ones that bring him to Orlando, and they stay and kind of see how things are going. And mm-hmm. his dad sounds just like him, and he's got long blonde hair too. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Oh, so, 
I don't know, man. The Breaking Ground's awesome. It's a great watch, man. I really like it. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to take some time to dedicate to that. You should. Sure, the, so. the second episode's only a half hour. I know the first one's like an hour watch, but the second one yeah. is shorter. Well, maybe they're both a half hour. I can't remember now. It's a good watch, though. Yeah. Do you have anything else, D-Wayne? I... It's kind of a bummer week this week, man. No. We got rest- nothing else. I'm just, uh, I'm just so. Well, I feel like this. At least the creative can actually put a reset on stuff they want to do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and Bryce, with that being said, I, we hope that this is a chance for them to right their wrongs. <laughs> yes, hope so. You, you, yeah. you know that's not going to happen the way you want it to, though. Just we already know it's not. I'm just trying to prepare you right now. Um, yeah. We get WrestleMania tickets tomorrow morning. That's yeah, kind of... hopefully Ticketmaster, the Ticketmaster guys are nice to us because trying to work pre-sales just to see how everything was going, Jesus Christ. Well, I think Is they're it... going to open up a lot more server space because it's a general on-sale as opposed to a limited pre-sale. So I think that will help a lot. Yeah, but yeah good point. I'm excited because that's once the, after that the only thing we really have to book is the car and NXT whenever those tickets come out. Yeah. So yeah. that's a good thing, and then we just got to make sure we got enough money in the budget to get D Wayne a 72 ounce porterhouse. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> now D Wayne, D Wayne, how do you how do you like I'm your steak? I'm going to get a Texas size brew. How do you like your steaks cooked, D-Wayne? Yeah, it just depends on what it is. Um, most of the time I get it medium well. Sometimes Me too. Sometimes I get it well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you, do you use A1 or are you no sauce kind of guy? Oh, it has to be A1. Some oh, type yeah. Of sauce. I feel you. Uh, if you get a really good, like, New York-style strip steak, you mm-hmm. don't even need A1. Yeah. Really good. But I'm an A1 guy, too. Me, but too. I've been some places where I just like, wow, no need A1 today. So. Now, what other kind of food are you guys interested in? I, I definitely want to get me some barbecue while we're down there. You know what? I want to get some some um, Mexican food. What do you want? Texas chili. Yeah. No, I, I feel you on the Mexican food, too, though, man. I want to get a big old burrito covered in queso. It would be sweet. I know. Oh, yeah. Something. And, um, yeah. yeah, some Texas chili. I want to get some hot links at a barbecue place. Yeah. Let's get, let's get a shout-out to our artery, uh, arteries real quick. That's going to have a hard time. That <laughs> oh, man. Sure. I. I mean, Texas. I'm gonna I'm gonna issue a challenge right now because we was we were in New Orleans a year and a half ago, and I I've never eaten as well as I have in the Crescent City. It was so good. D-Wayne, Those were good times. D Wayne was there. Um, you ever been in New Orleans, too, James? Sadly, no. Oh, go. College football yeah. playoffs gonna be there in a couple years. Yeah, well, I wanted, I was thinking about going this year for Mardi Gras, but I figured if I go, I'll cut it to my WrestleMania budget. So yeah, I hear you. I'll, I'll get, I'll get there. That's for sure. Southwest flights there are pretty cheap, so yeah. I'll figure it out. My my parents just got back from New Orleans. They had an awesome time. They ate very, very well. They got to see, you know, how they do the parades in New Orleans down the streets, and everyone's crazy. They they got to see a Halloween parade, and they said it was insane. 
My dad was too scared to go back to Bourbon Street after that. He said they didn't go back again for four days. Um, I got a quick question. Yeah. Is it safe to say that any feuds that goes on on SmackDown are completely irrelevant? They are until January 2016 when uh, it makes the move to the USA Network. Yes. It's going to the USA Network. That was just official this week. Yeah, January 6th or 7th, whatever that Thursday is. Yeah, they're making the move to USA. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I'm Amb- uh, Ambrose and Kevin Owens is fighting right now. Yeah. Man, you got the the Bulls and the Thunder on right now. You should watch this game. It's it's a, it's a very close game. Yeah, let me change to that. Yeah. Okay, one more one more question for real. Um, wrestling t-shirts. I want to talk about this real quick because we bought the t-shirts last night. So which Balor shirts? You said you bought two of them when you were texting me? Yes, sir. Well, which ones did you end up getting? Got the, um, I got the demon one. With the his... one that doesn't have his face on it. Oh, just the neck thing? I, yeah, just the neck. And I have bat, the Balor Club one. That's the and, one I got was the Balor Club one. And I... After I purchased it, I was still looking, mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize they had a black and white We the People shirt, and I <laughs> yeah. wanted that, so. Go back and get it. My next order, yeah, my next order, the next code that comes out, my next order is going to be uh, the We the People and the Cesaro with the kind of Converse looking uh, emblem. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the Swedish flag logo, because I have an older one that has that on it. I wore that is on it really? Yeah, I have that one. I wore it on Bourbon Street when we were in New Orleans for WrestleMania. Yeah. It says, like, uh, you know what? real European uber-American is what it says on the back. I'm getting a Sasha Banks shirt. You're going to look like great it, in it, man. I, I, I did like it, but I, I didn't want it. it. I don't know. Is it the one with the gold font? On the, it's black with the gold font on it, mm-hmm. D-Wayne? Yes. Yeah, that'll mm-hmm. be tight. It says legit boss. Yeah. Are you going to bring your Bray Wyatt shirt to Dallas that you bought in New Orleans? No. Because it has bad karma all over it? Yes. Okay. I understand, sir. But I I am going to have a surprise shirt. What, a Dallas Cowboys shirt? Yeah, that's no. He's going to wear a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader outfit. <laughs> we, we want Romo shirt. Hey, look. Are y'all, y'all, are y'all talking about the most superior team in the NFL right here? How about, no, no. I mean, no. uh, my team's undefeated. Two teams is your team undefeated? <laughs> Sounds about right to me. <laughs> 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 That's you know okay. You know what? I will say this. Your team's got a superior venue because that venue is going to be a lot of fun to see, man, when we go yeah, to Dallas. That's gonna, yeah, I bet you're excited to see that, aren't you? I am. So what's the surprise outfit? You can't give us any clues? The surprise shirt? Nah, not yet. Okay. You'd be surprised. Okay. What it is. It's not see-through, is it? No. Okay. It's not fishnet, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Late 90s Edge and Christian. Don't do that. No. No, that was the Hardys. Never mind. That wasn't Edge and Christian. Yeah, the Hardys, yeah. I'm I'm going to get the big E onesie. As long as, oh, as long as you twerk, brother. Uh, oh, God. Oh, I'm going to throw get, my horns up. <laughs> if you get the unicorn shirt, I won't be mad at you. That unicorn shirt the New Day's got is pretty cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I'm thinking about doing? I, I, I guess when we do our video recording here, 
um, I always turn my video part off for bandwidth purposes. I have a, a five-month beard going. It's it's trimmed. It's not gross, but um, I'm considering going to the thrift shop, getting a fedora and a Hawaiian shirt for <laughs> WrestleMania because I could look the part. You guys can all be my flock. You can wear sheet masks. It'll be tight. Yeah, I think at some point we do need to um, organize a little yeah. group effort on something. You know, Only if Dr. M is Tatanka. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of shirts uh, on the site that I didn't even realize. Like, um, um, uh, Liger had a shirt, which I was surprised about. It's a cool shirt, cool, too. Actually. Yeah. Um, Sting had plenty of shirts. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot, a lot of different shirts. Yeah, man. So. We'll have to figure something out. We got to get our big gold belt shirts made up still, too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. D-Wayne's been sending us some mock-ups of them. They look really cool so far. Well, I got to go watch Scandal with the wife, guys. I know. Got to go see what, go. what Olivia Pope's up to tonight. So, um, this was fun for the circumstances. I guess we'll get back with you guys next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to discuss more concrete details about this tournament. Um and then I guess whatever else we have leading into Survivor Series and such. But we'll get back with you guys soon. Uh, for D-Wayne, for Two Chains, this is Aaron. This is the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. And uh, at BGB Group on Twitter and all the other stuff. See you later, guys. This has been another production of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. on Twitter at BGB Group or on Facebook Facebook.com slash Big Gold Belt and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.